Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. As ever, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi Profit Chasers, how's it going? Ten to one winner, big man. Ten to one, how about that? Love it. Yeah, great turn up. Say we didn't have a lot to go off. That's a superb win, superb. Yeah, for anyone who didn't listen last week or doesn't know, we won the bombproof treble last week. We did a joint bombproof treble because there wasn't too many games on just the internationals, League One and League Two. We had uh, Charlton, Wickham, and Blackpool who did the business. Yeah, they all did. Very, very, very nice way to uh, finish the week. Just obviously, previous two weeks, we've both come very close, one teams. So, yeah, real good form at the moment. So, we're, we're looking good. £160-ish for the season so far. So, let's move on. Let's put the international break behind us, okay? For a let's move on and let's welcome back the holy grail that is the Premier League and the silver medal. That is the championship. <laughs> Let's yeah. welcome them back with open arms. Yeah. So much more opportunity. Oh, absolutely. There's a, a lot of opportunity going around this week. So we'll start, as ever, by going through the Premier League games. Then we'll look at the championship, then League One, then League Two, and uh, the usual bomb-proof trebles. We are not going to be combining on a bomb-proof treble this week. So uh, it's back to the head-to-head. Absolutely. Friendships are over. Yeah, we had a good week, didn't we? And loved it. Oh, yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah, we loved it. We got on. Everything was hunky-dory. And now there's been a, a spat in the relationship and uh, split up again. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to unite in a month's time again at the next international break. But well, we'll, see. We, well we, yeah, that's it. We are good together. Yeah. We are good. We've got a bit of counselling to go to over the next month and uh, <laughs> see if we can work out our differences. We have. We have indeed. <laughs> anyway. Let's crack on with the Prem then. So we've got the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday and it's a big one. Starts off with a bang again. It's Manchester City versus Liverpool. So you can get Man City at odds of 4-5, to five, the draw at 14-5 to five, and Liverpool at 3-1. to Got to be goals in this one, hasn't there? Yeah, got to be goals. Both have invested pretty heavily at the top end of the pitch. Liverpool have pretty much totally ignored the fact that their goalkeeper in back four <laughs> is Europa League standard at best. Yeah, And City, just the way they play, uh, they're always going to concede. So, uh, yeah, this should should be a real cracker. Yeah, absolutely. I've not been completely convinced by City so far. Obviously, they drew against uh, Everton, had a last-minute winner against Bournemouth. So it's not been... Easy so far for, for Pep's side, whereas Liverpool on the end have looked very good. I think if we're going to go for results and predictions, I I would probably just go safe and go both teams to score. Yeah. I think that's going to be pretty much a definite. I don't fancy either side. Like you said, City haven't really got going yet. Liverpool have, but you know, obviously on paper, City's back four is much better than Liverpool's, so... Yeah, I'd probably 100%. just go down the uh, both teams to score route, to be honest. Yeah, that's four to nine. So not the best odds, but maybe look at the over over goals market for that one. So perhaps over 2.5, over 3.5 even. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. So uh, the Premier League will be, definitely be welcomed back with open arms for sure. Absolutely. Do you reckon Coutinho is going to play? Will the, will the Ox play? <sighs> um. I'm not sure. Oxlade-Chamberlain, just for the record, that is such a poor signing. Yeah. It's a really, really poor signing. When I think of Oxlade-Chamberlain, I don't know his best position. Nobody and does. I can't believe he he's got a move to someone like Liverpool. I no. can't believe it. I don't think he's a he's a, he's a bad player, but he's no, not, no, not, he's not as good player. as people seem to think he is or make him out to be. No, he shouldn't be starting for England. Um, he's not going to be, you know... He's not going to change Liverpool's fortunes in the title race or anything like that. He's just an average squad player. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I think he should have been looking at an Everton 
a Southampton, someone like that, a Leicester, like a chasing pack team uh, to prove himself again. His agent has done wonders to get him that move. Oh yeah, absolutely. And apparently, if he turned down 180 grand at Arsenal, joke, absolute joke. Money is insane. This guy is a bang average player who has not scored more than two league goals a season. Not good enough, is it? Coutinho? Not sure. Sounds like it's out of Klopp's hands, to be honest. Should have just cashed in. Yeah, we we were saying, weren't we, that we think he should have just cashed in. Should have done. Uh, Now he's got to reintegrate a Coutinho who doesn't really want to be there anymore. Exactly. And And they could have used that money to really push through the Van Dyke deal, to bring in a proper goalkeeper that's not Carrius or Mignolet. I yeah. know they bought in Robertson. Time will tell whether he'll be uh, good enough at the back. We know he's good going forward. But centre-halves are just nowhere near where they need to be. And uh, Klopp's got a lot to answer for if they uh, don't have a very good season. Anyway, let's move on to the three o'clock game, shall we? The first of the bunch is Arsenal at home to Bournemouth. So you can get Arsenal at a very tight price of four to eleven. The draw is four to one, and Bournemouth a thirteen to two. I would not be going anywhere near Arsenal at about one to three. Oh no! I mean, it's not attractive. Is Arsenal not an attractive team to bet on at the moment? And like you said, one to three almost. Oh, give me a give me a break. No. Not interested in betting on this game. Period. No, the only thing I probably would say is you might get both teams to score in there. Bournemouth looked a lot more impressive than they have done in recent games uh, when they played Man City before the international break um, and lost to that last minute Sterling goal. But yeah, it's no, not yeah. for me. Scored at Emirates last season when they had this fixture last year. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal are just a desperate club. A desperate club. Yeah, 4-11, to 11, I won't be going anywhere near them. No, absolutely not. Next game then, Brighton against West Brom. Probably uh, the most exciting game of the weekend, wouldn't you say? Oh, jeez. I mean, do you know what? I don't actually mind West Brom that no. much. Like, I don't mind watching them. They're organised... You know, they're in fifth, played three, won two, drew one. Pulis has his own style, but he's brought in some exciting players. He's done he's had a great transfer window. Yeah. It's Brighton I have the problem with. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're Just really struggling. Zero, zero ambition. They've got nothing, have they? Nothing. Nothing. It's not looking good. No. I think you and I don't know what it is, whether it's the lack of signings, the crowd. Hugh, and I don't know what it is, but you look at Huddersfield and Brighton are a bigger club than Huddersfield, probably got more money, better stadium. And Huddersfield, there's so much like enthusiasm and it really is carrying them. Yeah. And, you know, that that has got them seven points. Brighton have been as dull as dishwater. There's no buzz around the club and they've got one point. So it makes a huge difference. Yeah, spot on, mate. Uh, as for the game, is there anything... If you had to pick a side, where would you be looking? I think I'd probably be looking at, at West Brom. There's, I think there's decent value there at 15-8, to 8, so just a shade under 2-1. to 1. Yeah. yeah, speaking of kind of being a little bit dull, Brighton especially, and West Brom being a little bit you know, structured, I'd be looking at the under 2.5 goals market. And yeah. You can get that at 8-15, to 15. so... It's not the best price, but that's what I'll be going for if I had to bet on this game. Yeah, can definitely see that. A 1-0 to somebody or a 1-0 or maybe even a 0-0. certainly wouldn't surprise me. I personally don't fancy Brighton to win, so West Brom double chance would also be a good shout in my opinion. Yeah, completely agree, mate. On to Everton against Spurs then. Everton, they're 11-4. The draw is 12-5. And Spurs at evens. Jeez, I bet Spurs are glad to be getting away from Wembley. Yes, yeah, still hanging, isn't it? That still hoodoo. Talking <laughs> point. Pochettino's trying to, you know, it's not a hoodoo, you know, it's just a game. It's it's still a talking point, and as long as it's a talking point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to affect their form. Yeah. This game's probably, you know, 
on a little bit of a knife edge. I don't know what you think. Um, I do fancy Spurs, but you've got to be wary of Everton as well. Yeah, you do. Um, I think Spurs will win. They're unbeaten in their last four games at Everton. And I just wonder if um, Everton are going to have any distractions from this whole Wayne Rooney saga, the dirty little dog. <laughs> I know. Just when you think <laughs> everything's red and rosy in the Wayne Rooney garden once again. What an idiot. A story comes up. I know. I know. Absolute it's, idiot. It's not the first time and it probably won't even be the last time. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, who knows what will happen? Will he even play? I don't know. Got a fancy Spurs, I think. Even though it will be a tight affair, I do fancy Tottenham. And like you said, evens is an attractive price. Yeah, and after doing not much business for the first few months of the transfer window, they signed uh, three players since we last saw them play. So they've got Lorente in, who I think is a great backup striker. They've also signed... Aurier, is that how you pronounce it? Aurier? Uh, Aurier, something like Aurier. that, yeah. And uh, fourth, so a couple of defensive additions there, right back and a centre back. Yeah, and that's obviously in addition to Davidson Sanchez that they signed from Ajax like a week before deadline day. Yeah. For, for a club record fee, so uh, yeah, they shouldn't concede many <laughs> because they've certainly made the uh, additions at the back end. They already had a formidable defence. Um, yeah, we'll see how Tottenham go. I, I want them to do well. Oh, me too. Because I, I like their team. It's you know, There's a lot of English players in there and some yeah. exciting players. And we'll see how they get on. One of the criticisms that you could probably level at Spurs is that their squad isn't as good as uh, some of the other squads in the top six, whereas they've really gone out and got some good uh, backup players or people who could push their current first team members for a starting place yeah absolutely yeah totally agree on to Leicester against Chelsea then you can get Leicester at 10 to 3 the draw is 13 to 5 and Chelsea are the favourites they're 4 to 5 how can you see this one going um I can expect goals to be honest oh yeah um I love watching Leicester and I like watching Chelsea as well. I think they're both very entertaining teams. Uh, both teams to score is 7-10. to 10, So not a great price, not a bad price. But, you know, the last four head-to-heads at the King Power, Leicester 0, Chelsea 3, Leicester 2, Chelsea 4, Leicester 2, Chelsea 1, Leicester 1, Chelsea 3. And Leicester have just lost one of their last 11 home games. So it's, it's not going to be easy for Chelsea. No, and of course you have the added subplot of Danny Drinkwater, of course moving to Chelsea from Leicester on deadline day. So he's got an instant return to his former club. wonder if he'll start. He'll certainly be up for it, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you'll probably see him coming off the bench. Fabregas in particular was very impressive on Chelsea's last outing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably see both teams to score. Uh, would you go for a result? I wouldn't want to call it. I'd avoid going down the uh, the result route for this game. I think both teams to score is is definitely the one for me. Yeah, same here. Okay, next we have got Southampton against Watford. So Southampton are three to five. Watford are seventeen to four, and the draw is three to one. Now, can you shed a bit of light for me, perhaps, on why Watford are over 4-1 to one away at Southampton? I know. It's definitely something I would say to the profit chasers. You know, I know me and you, we have, you know, a double or a treble of, like, outside teams who think they would win. Yeah. This one's definitely got potential for Watford to uh, capitalise on that 17-4, to wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So Watford so far, they're unbeaten. They've drawn 2-1-1. Southampton have failed to score in six of their last seven home games. So if you're looking at stats so far, it definitely doesn't stack up to Watford being over 4-1. to Yeah, I mean, Southampton have won three at home since Christmas, which is bad. That is bad. <laughs> really bad. Last time they broke their goal drought against West Ham, Two of the goals were penalties. Uh, 
I don't know. I probably wouldn't choose a result. I don't fancy Watford enough to say, you know, get on and put it on your bomb proof. But yeah, oh no. I definitely don't fancy Watford to lose. Oh, absolutely. And I like what uh, Marcus Silva's doing with, uh, you know, he inherited a random bunch of players who are kind of a little bit lost identity-wise. I think he's done a really good job so far. Yeah, I think I think so too. I've been really impressed. You can get double chance here. So that's draw or Watford to win at 5-4, to four, which I think is excellent. Yeah, that is really good. The double chance will be going on a little outside bet for me, yeah, for sure. definitely. Me too. So we've got one more game left for the Premier League on Saturday. That's the 5.30. And that is Stoke at home to Manchester United. Stoke are 11-2. The draw is 16-5. And Manchester United are 1-2. I can't see anything other than Man United marching on here. No, United will win this. Stoke, never an easy game, particularly at the Britannia. But they're a little bit blunt at the sharp end, I think. Yeah. They don't score too many. They are pretty decent at home, but yeah, how can you not fancy United? Well, in Stoke's last home game, they beat Arsenal, obviously, 1-0 with that Hesse goal on his debut. But they did only have one shot on target in that game. United are a much better team defensively than Arsenal and I'd say much better in attack as well this season. So, Just, yeah, about six times the team that Arsenal are. <laughs> yeah. End of. All, all over the pitch and off the pitch. Whilst we're on the subject of Man United, this brings me on to my little bit of trivia for this week. Oh, this is a... This is a general thing now, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> last week you really caught me off guard. This week I was wondering whether you were going to do it or not. But uh, yeah, it sounds like it's yeah, going to be a regular we're thing. We're going to do it. So this is a Man United-based trivia. And the question for you, Mr Walker, this week is, which five sponsors have appeared on Manchester United's Premier League shirts? Bonus uh, okay. points if you can so, give me the year, the years that that The that years, jeez, particular... I don't know if I can give you the years. I can give you the names. Yeah. So I'm going to go for Sharp. Yeah. Vodafone. Yeah. Is it Aon? A. Yeah, oh, they are. They are one. They're not after yeah. Vodafone, but they are on there. Okay. Um, Chevrolet, obviously. Yeah. Um, man, now I'm now I'm a little bit now I'm a little bit stuck. Um, there's um, there's one in a box. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, um, it is in a, in a box. Um, oh God, was it like AI AIG? Yes. <laughs> Boom. Okay, and one more. Did you say? No, that's it. That's it? Oh, there we go, boys and girls. Got there in the end. Yeah, well done, mate. Once again, uh, you passed the trivia. I was trying to think, like, back to Tevez, Rooney, uh, Ronaldo kind of years, Berbatov and that. Yeah, AIG. So that's the second week in a row. You've got my trivia question right, so well done to you. You're knowledgeable little little man. Yeah, absolutely nailed it, mate. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to Sunday's games. Two games on Sunday. It's uh, not one of the more super Sundays that we've had in the Premier League, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Burnley versus Crystal Palace first up. Burnley are five to four. The draw is eleven to five, and Palace are twenty-three to ten. Palace are going to improve. They are. They will get there. Not this week. The question is, will they get there with the current manager? Because apparently. The axe is already looming over Frank de Boer's that, head. That is that is absolutely disgusting. If that's if that's the case, yeah. Poor bloke. Like I know it's not a great start. Like let's be honest, but geez, three games in. I know it's uh, it's like, pretty what ridiculous. Is, what's up with that? Like what? Oh, it's just football, isn't it? These days, it's just not. Everybody wants instant results, and they, the Palace hierarchy needs to just understand one the scale of what De Boer's trying to do because he's trying to reinvent this team and the style of football completely 
as we said before on the show. And yeah. two, they need to just think about where they have been for the last few seasons. And, you know, they just need to think about their position in the Premier League because they're not going to get top eight. They should just be happy with, I guess, a, a comfortable mid-table this season. Yeah. Anything where they're not in a relegation fight, really. Yeah. But, you know, one thing you have to be careful of is you can't polish a turd. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've got some players in there that are not suited to this style of play. Ben Teke will not score goals in this style of football. He just no. won't. No, he's um, a, very much a Sam Allardyce style player. Yeah, and they've got, like, their wingers are very direct and stuff. They're not really, you know, intricate. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, they had problems at the back last year. Mamadou Sako is a gigantic signing for them. Yeah. Because they looked absolutely lost without him. Yeah. So, you know, that's something to think about as well for betting on this game. Yeah, I, I'd probably go for Burnley. Um, yeah, again, but Sacco does make a huge difference. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I could see this one being a draw. Uh, I could also see Burnley win. I don't really think Palace are going to win. I can't really see it. But perhaps a draw, perhaps a Burnley win. Generally, just not the most exciting game, is it? Nah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be great. But uh, Burnley for me will uh, will edge quite a tight game. Yeah, and the second game of the. Super Sunday is Swansea at home to Newcastle. And Swansea are five to four. The draw is nine to four, and Newcastle are eleven to five. Swansea win for me here. Oh, one hundred percent for me. I'm very, very confident in Swansea. Yeah. Uh, five to four is a great price for me. Um, you know, Newcastle have won one of their last six away games, and Swansea as everyone knows, had a very good deadline day. Very good. Probably one of the, the coups and most surprising transfers of the window, wasn't it? Let's talk about Renato Sanchez. Let's. Uh, what on earth happened? I don't know. I don't think Paul uh, Clement how, even how knows. How on earth? I know Clement <laughs> has got his, you know, he's got his... Uh, he's got he's contacts, got his hasn't he? He's been to Real. He's been to all these places. But... Holy, that is some deal. Yeah. It really is. It reminds me of um, when Tevez and Mascherano signed for West Ham. And I can always remember seeing photos of Alan Pardew stood in the middle of those pair. And I'm thinking, how on earth have you done that? Yeah, I know. It's it's the same, isn't it? But, you know, he's only, uh, I think he's only started 20 games in something like two years. So a loan spell is probably what's right for him. Yeah. Just it's just Swansea. Like yeah. it's just random as hell. Really random. Uh, well, from what I've seen, which admittedly is not a vast deal, but I did watch him in the Euros and he was one of the, the best players there. I think he was um, young player of the tournament. Well it wouldn't surprise me mate because he was outstanding, especially yeah. when he scored the winner against someone. Um he couldn't play for any team in the league. Like you're not telling me Chelsea wouldn't utilise him, you know, every now and then. Oh, absolutely. Of course they would. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. And um, I think that, because I'm looking at Swansea's outs now, they've lost quite a few big-ish players. So Jack Cork's gone. He was quite a uh, consistent player. Yeah. Stephen Kingsley, he played quite a few games at left-back. Lorente, their top scorer. And Sigurdsson, their best player by a mile. Yeah. They've all gone. And he's brought in Wilfred Boney, which for me is a poor signing, but we will see. Sam Klukas, Rocky Mesa, don't know anything about him. And Renato Sanchez. Cash. So I think, you know, it's it's not too bad to say they've lost a lot of key players. I think they've replaced pretty well. Yeah, yeah, me too. If anyone's not seen Rocky Mesa's moustache, please Google him. <laughs> That is true. That's the only thing I know about him. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I just want a little little chat. What do you think about Boney? I think leaving Swansea in the first place is probably the worst career move that he could possibly ever had. Um, it's not worked out. It's not it? worked out. He, he hardly got a game at sea. Moved on loan to Stoke. Did nothing there. 
now he's obviously back at Swansea, where they say never go back, but he was good for them. He's a fan's favourite there, so uh, we'll see if that revitalises him. If it doesn't, he's done for me. Absolutely done at the top level. I honestly think he's got Fernando Torres syndrome. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when Torres was the best thing since sliced bread? It's hard to believe, isn't it? No, <laughs> He was insane, that bloke. And one day he just woke up and he was shit. I think he died and then he got replaced <laughs> by... <laughs> it just... Yeah, whatever happened, happened. And he just woke up one day and he was shit. And I think Boney, it's his sharpness. So like Torres, I think it's Boney's sharpness. Personally, I think he's done already at the top level. And I think you'll see him move on from Swansea to somewhere like China Yeah, uh, in the summer. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's much left to give for him, unfortunately. Uh, this is yeah, definitely last chance saloon in the Premier League for him. Definitely. Yeah. Um, shall we move on to Monday? Yeah, let's move on to Monday, yeah. We've got what I think could be another another upset here. West Hammer at home to Huddersfield. The Hammers, 4-5. to five. The draw is 5-2 to two, and Huddersfield are 7-2. to two. Again, big prize for Huddersfield against a West Ham side who have lost all their games so far. Yeah, I would be a little bit cautious. I know what you're saying. You know, Huddersfield has started off great and West Ham are in a huge mess. I, I do, I am swinging towards the away side, but I would probably be a little bit safer than on the nose and I'd go for double chance. So you can get double chance at evens. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, what about, you know, Huddersfield, Watford, double chance, Double, double chance, double. A double there chance, double. I like the look of that. <laughs> that could be that could be something pretty, uh, pretty interesting <laughs> because yeah, West Ham. Yeah, remember they're playing at home for the first time. They've had three away games so far, and that's down to the obviously the Athletics track at the London Stadium. But yeah, I think you got to fancy Huddersfield not to be beaten. Yeah, they've not even conceded a goal, which is really impressive. West Ham have conceded 10 already. Uh, I think the double chance, for me, is really good. Really, uh, really enticing. Yeah, let's, uh, let us know, Profit Chasers, if you go for the double-double uh, chance. <laughs> double chance double, because uh, I certainly will be. Okay, let's move on to the championship then. It's Look, back. It is back. It starts on Friday, and that's Derby County v Hull in a game that I probably won't be touching. Absolutely not. Are there any that stand out for you in particular this Saturday? It's quite blatant, but Leeds at home to Burton. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Hard to hard to not fancy Leeds. Third in the table, Burton down in twenty first. Uh, Leeds at a very steady eight to fifteen. Nothing spectacular, but yeah, you gotta fancy Leeds in my opinion. I think it's worth looking at handicaps if you do particularly fancy leads. You can get minus one at um, 31 to 20. So a bit over evens, which I think is pretty good because I think they'll, they'll put two or three past Burton. Yeah, for sure. Wolves, definitely at home to Millwall. Yeah. Uh, despite my doubts, they've started the season off from five games, three wins, a draw and a defeat. Lying fourth in the table, Millwall in a predictable 17th position. Although they can be tricky opposition, Millwall, I do think that Wolves will do the business there. Yep. And yeah, three to four. Yourself, any any more you'd like to add? Uh, Villa, I think, are going to be a good bet at home to Brentford. So Brentford are really struggling this season. They're 23rd. Shocking start for them. Villa at evens. May I add? And another reason why I think Brentford are gonna lose is that Harry Redknapp had a he went down to Brentford and just raided them. They lost Harley Dean, they lost Maxime Collin, and they lost Jota. Three of their first teamers are all gone, all snaffled up by Harry. Yeah, it's I can't believe the clubs let that happen. I know. They say you should never strengthen a rival. Don't do it three times. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the Brentford board have got a lot to answer for. Um, me and you said at the end of last season and in our predictions, we fancied them to have an outside playoff push. Oh, absolutely. We? Yeah, definitely. They tore Top it 10 up for sure. Towards the end of last year, especially at home. Yeah. Now they're really struggling. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely agree with those tips there. I've also got Preston at home to Barnsley. Price isn't the best, it's 13 to 20. But Preston have only lost one home game in 2017, which is uh, pretty good going. Yeah, scares me a little bit, not going to lie to you, but if I had to choose, I'd go for Preston, for sure. Finally, I've got Reading at home to Bristol City. Reading are 29-20. to 20. Reading have won the last four meetings at home between the two sides, and Bristol City winless away from home in the league. Do think Reading are going to win that one. Interesting. I noticed that you missed out Middlesbrough away at Bolton. Yeah. Not, fan- not fancying them enough. No, I uh, I got a bit reservations over Borough, especially away from home. They've lost yeah. both their away games this season, so I do think this could be a possible banana skin. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I, I you you wouldn't be surprised if Borough won two 0 No, oh no, no, no one would blink an eye at that. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a, a sticky situation that one. I do think there could be value in uh, in Brentford version 2, a.k.a. Birmingham City. They're away at Norwich. They're 16-5. to five. So Norwich, are, I always think they're quite good, but they're pretty shit, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they are third from bottom. They're taking on an unknown manager who's brought in a couple of unknown players. It's hard to... Hard to fancy them, isn't but it, really? They got panned 4 0 by Millwall in the game before the international break. Yeah, that's not okay. No, that's some, really not okay. Something is obviously going wrong there. Birmingham, it kind of boils down to how well their new signings settle in. Um, obviously, they've got the three new lads from Brentford who all know each other anyway, which helps. But let's just talk about Harry. He was in classic fashion on deadline day, wasn't he? He's, he is going for all sorts of targets. He he dug up Alex Song from Depths of Nowhere. Apparently, yeah. he offered Jack Wilshire a, a loan deal. Yeah, it was classic, wasn't it? <laughs> um, it really was. I was I was so happy to see Harry just back doing his thing. <laughs> um, yeah, they pretty much went for absolutely everyone. Birmingham will not be near relegation, but you can forget playoffs for me. So you can get the double chance on Birmingham at evens. So if you fancy turning your double double chance into a treble double chance, <laughs> which which you know isn't the worst idea, can we add? <laughs> then stupid uh, name, but yeah, uh, not the worst idea. And then another one. So that's Watford, Huddersfield, and Birmingham. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that wraps up the championship for me. I don't know if there's anything else that you'd like to add. Oh, no. Oh, no. The rest of them are very, very treacherous waters indeed. Yeah, I completely agree. On to League One then, which I'm going to say now is my favourite league this season. Forget League Two. League One is where it's at. Yeah, I mean, League One's looking looking very promising this week and yeah, you know, I'll let you start off this uh, this league, mate. Okay, so I'd just like to start off by saying that Wigan have been reinstated after a two-week ban for costing the bomb-proof treble. <laughs> they're, they're back in. <laughs> they're playing. They're, they're burglars in the back door. Shrewsbury. I can't believe you're going to tip this, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tip anything here. I'm not going to tip anything. I'm just pointing... Okay. I'm just pointing out that they're playing Shrewsbury. And I couldn't tell you who's going to win that. It's going to be a real test of Shrewsbury's credentials, I think. If the Shrews get the win here, then I think they're probably going to be the real deal this season. They could well be up there in the playoffs. That would be a great job by Paul Hurst and his men because no no one even gave them a chance. Me and you said they'd be right down there. We didn't even... It didn't even cross my mind that there'd even be anywhere near promotion, even this early. So, yeah, big game there. I 
couldn't call the result, to be honest. Best avoided. But if you do think the Shrews are going to continue their great start, they are 5-2, to two, so they're a very good price. Yes. Ones that I do like the look of, we've got Charlton at home to Southend, and they're 11-10. to 10. So Charlton did the business for us last weekend, and yep. they're a good price against the Southend side that haven't won in their last six games. Charlton yep. third, third in the league, one point off top, so all looks good there to me. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we've got Oxford at home to Gillingham. Gillingham, shocking. Oxford have had a bit of a mixed start, really. They're 13-20, to 20, and I fully expect them to beat the Jules. And um, finally, we've got Fleetwood at home to the old whipping boys, Oldham. Fleetwood are 3-4, to four, which I think is a great price, because Oldham are shit. Yeah, let's all pick on Oldham continues for another week absolutely what a what an absolute what an absolute farce <laughs> that, that club is at the moment uh played five lost five conceded 12 just get out the league Dreadful. get out the league you don't Dreadful. deserve to be there move on just yeah they'll get absolutely panned away <laughs> at Fleetwood yeah Fleetwood have won both their home games so far this season they've both been comfortable 2-0 wins and I can see absolutely no reason why it wouldn't be the same again this week. Absolutely. Um, any that you'd like to add to that? Ooh, you've not left me with too much, buddy, to be honest. I would like to ask you on your opinion on Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's Northampton debut. They've got Doncaster at home. Yeah, well, I had this one down as a, a potential banana skin for anyone who looked at the league table didn't really research that much into it. Saw Doncaster away, uh, Northampton side that are bottom and have lost every game so far. I wouldn't want to bet on this. I wouldn't want to bet on Northampton to win because they have lost all their games. They're going to get that new manager bounce, perhaps. So I wouldn't want to bet on Doncaster either. Nah, new manager syndrome is a is a real thing. It is a real it, thing. It actually exists. We'll see how much effect Jimmy Floyd has. The Jimmy Floyd effect. <laughs> Jimmy Floyd effect. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not really I, I don't I can't fancy him. You can't fancy anyone in that game, surely. No, no, no way. One I'd like to ask you, uh, and that it's it's not something I fancy too much. But uh, Rotherham, they're sat in 12th. Obviously, they were relegated from the Championship last year in an absolute embarrassing fashion. Yeah. They got off to a very mixed start. So they lost away at Fleetwood. Uh, they beat Southend at home 5-0. Then they lost away at Peterborough. Uh, they lost at home to Charlton. And they beat Portsmouth. So they have had some quite tough games. They're playing a Berry side whose form is not very attractive. No wins in their last five games. Uh, just one win in their last six. And they're back at home. And I, I think I fancy Rotherham to do the business. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Rotherham 10 to 11. Yeah, you're right. I think Rotherham are probably a good shout to win this one. Berry, it's just not worked out for them, has it so far? They won on opening day. But since then, they've not won in the next five. They had a massive overhaul in their playing squad. I don't know if anyone remembers us saying a few weeks ago. I think it was something like 24 new players they brought into the club. So obviously there's problems with them gelling. And I think rather than to get another three points, yeah. Yeah, Berry have had some really, really poor results since. You know, they lost 3-2 at home to Bristol Rovers. Bang average Rochdale sides. They drew 0-0 away. Uh, Scunthorpe came and beat them 1-0. Uh, yeah, it's just not ticking. So I, I would fancy uh, Rotherham's do the business. Yep. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, sure. What do you think to Blackburn? Do you trust them enough to back oh, them away at Rochdale? It. Yeah, I was doing my research. I don't think I do. I'm still going to wait one more week. Yeah. Just, just to see how it is. They look like they're back on track. Four wins out of their last six games. 
they've come up against some formidable sides in that league and they got that really good win away at Bradford, which just seems to kick-start them. Yeah. Because obviously we all know, especially on this podcast, how <laughs> hard it is to go to uh, Bradford and get a result. And yeah, they swept aside MK Dons 4-1 um, in the league. And yeah, I do like it, but I'm just going to wait one more week because Rochdale are not the worst team in that league. No, I, I agree. I think that's sensible. If you do fancy Blackburn, they're a good price at 29 to 20. It wouldn't surprise me if they won 2 0, whatever, um, and then you'd be kicking yourself that you didn't take the price. But I think it's sensible to wait just one more week to see if they really have got their act together. Absolutely. So let's move on to League Two then, shall we? Absolutely. What have you got for me this week in League Two, Mr. Pipkin? Oh, I've got you. Plenty that I think should win, but um, the prices are a little bit tight for me this week. Would you care to elaborate? I would. So we've got Luton at home to Swindon. Uh, Luton are 3-5. to five. We've also got Mansfield at home to Grimsby, and they're 7-10. to 10. Now, Luton and Mansfield are two teams that were tipped to go really well in pre-season. They were predicted in the pre-season odds to be coming first and second. But they've kind of struggled so far to live up to that hype. Luton are in 6th and uh, Mansfield are down in 15th. So definitely work to do for those pair. But I do think they're, they're good shouts to win. But as I say, odds-wise, not the most attractive. Notts County at home to Morecambe. County are going great. They've not lost, lost since opening day. They're 4-7 to seven to beat Morecambe. And I also fancy... Exeter to win away at Forest Green Rovers. They're a bit of a better price. They're six to five, and I think you'd probably get both teams to score on that one as well, and that'd give you twelve to five. Absolutely agree with all those picks. You left out Stevenage. They are currently sat in second position. Uh, they've got a quite inconsistent, just trying to find their feet. Lincoln at home. Yeah, and you can get Stevenage at six to four, which I think is a is a good price. Yep. Again, I don't, I don't like to bet on Stevenage because I uh, given the old kiss of death as I said last week. But um... yeah, your uh, your gold medals in the post, mate. <laughs> you do, you're doing everyone a solid there, aren't you? One stat that I did look at during my uh, research is that every Accrington game this season has been a both teams to score. So that's league and cup. And they're playing Carlisle at home. Carlisle not too uh, keen on keeping a clean sheet themselves. And both teams to score is 8-13 to 13 in that game. Speaking of uh, both teams to score, that moves me on nicely to Huish Park. Where Yeovil yeah. are at home to a Cheltenham side that are really struggling. I don't really fancy Yeovil too much. I don't often look at them and think, yeah. But <laughs> Cheltenham are in a bit of a mess. They've lost five on the spin. So, not ideal. And Yeovil, you know, they're very up and down. Uh, but I do fancy them to get the victory there. And obviously, when there's Yeovil, there's goals. So, Absolutely. you know, wouldn't surprise me if you could get Yeovil to win and both teams to score on that. Uh, 26 goals in Yeovil's five league games so far, so guaranteed entertainment. Oh yeah, and uh, Cheltenham have scored five, so not loads, but that is more than Cambridge, who are in 12th. Uh, and it's the same as Crew that are in 8th, uh, so you know, it's not that they can't find the back of the net, it's that they average conceding to a game. Yeah. <laughs> which is an issue <laughs> <laughs> this is a huge issue big so, issue oh yeah just want to ask you if you like the look of Wickham now we had this conversation about Newport the other week where we said you know we don't expect them to be right up there at the minute they did lose 1-0 away at Exeter and in the Football League trophy, which I don't know if you can count that, they did lose 2-0 away at Forest Green. Is that good start going to come crashing down at the hands of the beast? 
I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one to call, isn't it? Wickham have won their last two away games in the league. So they beat um, Grimsby 3-2 and they've also beat Port Vale 3-2. So they do love a 3-2 away win. Uh, however, the last head-to-heads at Newport have finished 1-0, 1-0, 2-0, 2-0. Two wins apiece there. So not many goals historically in this one. If I had to pick, I'd go Wickham, but I'd it wouldn't be on any accumulators this weekend. Nah, just wanted your uh, just wanted your opinion on that, buddy. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I think we've uh, I think we've swept through the leagues pretty nicely. Lots of opportunity this week, I think. Plenty, plenty of opportunity. Right, let's see then if we can make it two bombproof treble wins in a row. Hit them with it, Tom. Hit them with it. So. Guys, as you may know, or as you may not know, if you're a new listener, this is the part of the show where we do our bomb-proof treble. So this is where me and Tom traditionally pick uh, three sides each. Last week, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we did a joint one because there was only League 1 and 2 available with some international football. But we're back to normal now, so we're going to pick three sides each that we think are going to do the business. We go head-to-head, so we calculate how much money we would have made individually and who was the better tipster. And we also will calculate how much money we would have won if you backed us every single week. Right now, we're stood at around £160 for the season so far, and that is just five games in. Doing really well. Great start to the season. Hopefully, we can continue what happened last week and get some more profit coming your way. Yeah, uh, Thomas, if you would like to go first. Okay, so I'm going to go for Fleetwood Town. Obviously, they're playing Oldham, so why wouldn't I? And they're three to four. I'm also going to go for Aston Villa. They're at home to Brentford, and they're evens. And then the final team that I'm going to go for is Reading. And they're at home to Bristol City. And they are at 29 to 20. And check this. You're going to be proud of me, Tom. Yeah. £10 on all of that pays 84 back. That's, that is big heights for I'm you. I'm getting vertigo. Big, big, <laughs> big heights. Nice, mate. You know, it is good to see. Everything looks good, really. Hard to go against any picks. I will respond to your bet so Charlton they were my pick last week on the joint treble yeah and Charlton are going to be on my treble again this week uh, so they're 21 to 20 okay and they are at home to South End United I'm also going to pick Rotherham United Ooh. Uh, Rotherham are 20 to 21 and they're at home to Bury. and to finish it off I'm going to come Back down to League Two, and I'm going to go for Notts County. Uh, they have Morecambe at home, and you can get them at 13 to 20. So £10 on that pays quite a modest 66. Tom, what's roles reversed here? What's going roles on? Roles reversed. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe when you picked out uh, a treble that returned nearly 90 quid uh, because I was stood looking at my. Measly 66, <laughs> thinking, oh, God, it was kind of like your dick was bigger than mine. <laughs> but, you know, I'd, I picked the teams first because I thought they were the three most likely to win. I only ever take a team out if it's, like, under 50 quid, I think. Yeah, yeah. So sort of 66 and thought I'd run with it. So uh, No, that's good. That's good. That's more than what mine usually are, so... <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. So yeah, very uh, very exciting weekend. Yeah, definitely. Two strong trebles there. And I definitely think we can, uh, one of us at least, can continue our role and get a second bomb-proof treble win in a row. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would uh, also just like to point out, thanks to everybody last weekend who was tweeting us either during the games or when they won after the game, um, tweeting us their betting slips and stuff. So, yeah, that was really nice to see that we've made you all a bit of money. Absolutely. We always appreciate feedback, whether it's positive, whether it's negative. And it was really good 
to see so many people tweet us with bet slips that we could retweet and just kind of share in the money, really. Yeah, exactly. We back our own bets. So, you know, we both won as well. So, obviously, we won individually. The podcast won. Uh, the Profit Chasers won. Just a, a great weekend. Everybody's a winner but the bookies. And that's, that's the way we like it. That's it. And they're the <laughs> enemy. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can take 140-odd quid off them again. And uh, both the trebles can land. That'll be, uh, that'll be right up our street. That'll be lovely. Okay, guys. So, always remember that we welcome you to get in touch with us. The quickest way, the easiest way, and the most 2K17 way is to get at us on Twitter. So we're at T underscore FB podcast. We're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. We do have a website. Content is coming uh, very slowly but surely, www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. Uh, you can also email us. So our email address is footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have fancy football. So just tweet us to ask about the fancy football code. Uh, we will provide it. It is in our tweets somewhere, uh, but it will probably somewhere. get lost. <laughs> It'll probably get, get lost in the general, uh, the general excitement of bomb-proof trebles, etc. So probably best just to request it and just tweet us directly for that yeah definitely and uh, of course if you enjoy the show we'd really appreciate anyone who'd go on itunes and uh, give us a rate and review just to let us know what you think of the show absolutely so uh, i think that wraps up the end of the show a very 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 informative one always feels that way when two leagues return yeah 100 percent. yeah so plenty of games to go off plenty of opportunity Fingers crossed for another profitable weekend. Absolutely. Good luck, guys. Thanks for listening. All the best, Profit Chasers. Thank you.